sit back, relax, and get ready because this is Things Mom Never Said, Secrets to Aging Well. All right, so here we are, episode three, and three, two down. That's right. It's going fast. Yeah. How do you feel? I feel good. That's good. That's good. So our last discussion, we talked about weight gain during midlife and aging, and I felt like I needed to, I guess I felt like we really talked heavily about how to lose weight and and how to manage your weight and didn't really say to the fact of, Hey, if, if you're happy with your weight, you're happy with your weight Mm -hmm. because some people are happy where they are and they don't feel the need to um, be on the, the weight management track, which I think is fine. It is, you know, it's it's where they are on their journey and in their own body. That's right. They're comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And I also wanted to say with regards to, we talked at the end about changing your self-esteem and how, how you feel about yourself. And if you are in need of some assistance in managing your emotions, or you have feelings of depression or anxiety, that you should always seek out a medical professional, a therapist to help you. Mm -hmm deal with those things that you're thinking about and, and don't just let that go. Right. Um, right. It's very important to be aware of your mental health. That's, that's part of your health, your holistic health of your, of yourself. So mm-hmm. um, really seek out some assistance if you need it. I was thinking about the same thing. Um, probably just about every conversation we've had, you know, you could turn it to that, um, that make it about that statement. Mm-hmm. Um because uh, there's no right and wrong with that. It, uh, we all need help. We all need a friend, someone to talk with. And uh, that can make all the difference in the world. It really can. It mm-hmm. really can. Just someone to talk to, to listen, mm-hmm. um, just to be there. And mm-hmm. the, um, there, there are people in your community that can help with that. There are also um, uh, crisis hotlines Mm-hmm. that you can call. So the um, suicide crisis uh, lifeline mm-hmm. call is just dial 988. Mm-hmm. Even if you just want to hear someone say hello. Right. Um, there was a line in that movie, Crocodile Dundee. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the man who owned the newspaper, his daughter was a friend of Dundee. And she had taken him to a dinner party and was introducing him to some guests. And um they, she introduced him to this one lady, and um, she said something later about he uh, he needs a shrink or he sees a shrink, and and Dundee looked at her and she said, "Oh, that's a that's someone that helps you with your emotions, and uh, helps you talk about things that you need to share." And he goes, "Oh, doesn't she have a mate?" And uh, that that line stuck with me because. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes it is that simple. You just need a friend to mm. to the Australians. They call them a mate. Mm. And uh, if you've got a, at least one mate in your life, you can always go to them if you trust them and they trust you and you have a, a deep, um, active friendship. And I thought, wow, that, that says a lot right there. It sure does. 
It sure does. Yeah. All right. I feel good that we kind of like wrap that episode up a little bit there. Okay, good. So today's episode is about mood swings. All right. Yes, yes. We had uh, several people call in. Call in. Ha ha. Yo, radio <laughs> listeners. <laughs> no. <laughs> had several people write to us about, you know, mood swings. And um, one in particular is going to join us on our call today. All right, so joining us on this episode where we were talking about mood swings is my friend Maggie. Um, Maggie and I have known each other for quite a while. Uh, We met in Louisville, Kentucky, and then we both went our separate ways and then rounded back to where we both ended up in the same uh, study program for our national boards. So we have reconnected, and um, so... Mom, this is Maggie. Yeah. Maggie, this is Mom. Uh, hi, Maggie. Hi, Sherry. Nice to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you. Make it more interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. So, Mom, Maggie wrote in to us, and this is what she said to our question of what do you wish your mom would have told you? She said, I wish she was more forthcoming with info. She denied that she had mood swings or hot flashes. And in all caps, or mood swings. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Uh, So, boy. (laughs) Yeah. We we can get pretty good at that denial. Right. (laughs) Right. So, um, talking more about it is Mm -hmm. helpful. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. uh, Maggie, why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience there? Sure. Um, So, I think that this. started coming into my, um, focus here about menopause and, uh, PMS and all this stuff, you know, well, just really menopause stuff. Um, and I asked my mom, it was a long time ago. I said, you know, mom, when did you go through menopause? And she'd say, Oh, I never, that never (laughs) happened. (laughs) And I was like, um, I'm pretty sure it did. (laughs) And, um, So I asked her some more. I was like, well, you know, during this like age period, you know, because, you know, my understanding was that, you know, you know, when you were go through menopause when at the same time that your mom did or, and then her mom did and all this. So she's like, oh, well, it just lasted a small amount of time. I was like, well, what about this period of time where you had a lot of mood swings? Well, I never had that Maggie. And so (laughs) I'm just like, really? So what was, you know, what was all that? Well, it could have been a, a bunch of different things, but also it just could be, you know, maybe her minimizing it for whatever reason. Right. right. So right. then, yeah. So, um, I, I know I wasn't crazy. I mean, I might be a little bit, but I don't think so. <laughs> I was like, I was not imagining this and I don't think my siblings were either, but then, you know, fast forward and I'm 48 right now. And about three or four years ago, I just started on like, you know, kind of revamping my wellness journey. And, um, wanted to look into, and I deal with, um, PMDD, which is premenstrual dysphoric disorder. And I, and I've had that for, for a long time. So just dealing with the ups and downs of depression and anxiety during my period. And so I, for a while I had, um, 
was on Prozac, I would be on it for a couple weeks and go off it a couple weeks because that was supposed to help with, you know, the mood swings that I was experiencing. And they weren't major. They were just, but it was very obvious. Mm. So um, I ended up stopping that and, um, um, about five years ago or so. So then I, I, I kind of did some research and, um, found a really great, um, uh, doctor, um, who'd written some really amazing literature, Dr. Laura Britton, and who has suggested some diet, um, um, changes and then supplements. And I was looking at it because I was experiencing, you know, a lot of the things that she was talking about, you know, with depression and a little bit, a little smidge of paranoia that comes in with, you know, PMS and whatnot Mm -hmm. and, and all those mood swings. Um, so I, you know, did a, change in my, some of my eating habits and noticed a change in my, um, uh, my moods or the way that PMS, um, um, manifested in my body. And so I was like, wow, you know, this is amazing how for me anyway, that I could see a difference in the fluctuation when I changed, you know, certain things in my diet. Um, so it's still, you know, that I, um, still get concerned as I get older that I'm going to have these, like, that it's going to come back, you know, or something, you know, that it's going to be unmanageable because you hear all these horror stories, you know, but I think as I start to talk about this today, that I am less worried and afraid of it when Mm -hmm. I do things that I know feel good for my body you know, Mm -hmm. and not do things that don't feel good for my body. Now I, you know, April, like I try to balance things. So I am, um, a connoisseur of chocolate. And so, (laughs) I mean, I know that that is not the best thing for me and the best thing that, um, can help my mood, especially during that time of the month. But, um, but I, so I, I am, you know, really, it really did not occur to me until I just started talking, you know, saying this out loud that I think that, I I know that I have the ability to help manage some of that. And I have, Mm -hmm. you know, a great, um, you know, um, medical plan, so to speak right now, you know, the things that I'm doing and providers Mm -hmm. that are supportive and, um, you know, progressive. So, you know, I am less concerned about what that journey is going to look like for me. I mean, I say that today, you know, <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe in a few months or next year or the year after, you know, you might want to talk to my husband and like, you know, might say she is a you know, ah, blankety blank blank or whatever, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I do wish that, um, I knew a little bit about what to expect, you know, or can you, mm-hmm. can you give me a little hint of, you know, what was this like for you? <laughs> and I just mm-hmm. never... I I didn't really get that because I think, and I wonder for her generation, it was just a little taboo to talk about that stuff. Like you, you keep all that stuff locked up in the closet Mm -hmm. and, um, I'm, you know, what we know now and and our generation and what, what's coming out in the generations that are, that are, you know, 10 years, 20 years younger than us is that we want information. We want Mm -hmm. to know what to expect. We want to plan and we want the best possible outcome for ourselves. Mm -hmm. Well, well said. Think, well said. Yes, I I think you're right on when you said that that generation, uh, you know, was taboo. We didn't talk about such things, and it's really too bad. Which is uh, one of the reasons I think we all are going to enjoy this podcast and sharing mm-hmm. those things with other people because it will help them definitely mm-hmm. to be open mm-hmm. and honest. Yeah, That's true. 
It's true. So mom, what was, well, because our listener, I did not know or hear about mood swings either. So mom, what was your experience? Um, they were there for sure. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, you know, it was when you recognize some of those things were going on, you wanted to control it. You wanted to change it. Uh, you didn't know how necessarily. But I think that's when I turned to my doctor and asked questions because my my mother, um, that generation was even a little more secretive than uh, my generation. Um, you know, there are just some things you don't talk about. So... Um, I would deal with them as they'd come along. Sometimes I wouldn't recognize them, but maybe my husband would say something about, you know, what's wrong and why are you acting that way or what's going on? And and then I'd try to just kind of slow down, examine myself and go, what is going on? <laughs> and uh, begin to dig in a little bit and um, then maybe do a little more reading or talking to other friends and listening to their experiences but, uh, you know, it wasn't always, it wasn't easy, but, you know, you just, I didn't let me, let it break me or get me down. It was like, I, I kept trying to find out things and I, I just kept reassuring myself, this is normal. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes through this. You said your mom didn't talk to you about it either. No. uh uh-uh. mm-hmm. Nope. Yeah. It, it was almost as though it didn't exist. Ah, Denial, just like Maggie's mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What menopause? No. Yeah. Right. If I can, if I can deny it, then it's not real. Right. Yeah. yeah. And here, have another cookie. Right. Yeah. 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 So when you, um, mom, when you were going, growing up and, and going through your monthly menstrual periods, did you have mood swings? then or did you notice any difference in mood then um i will tell you yes um it it took me a while to even to realize that i think i realized it more when um your father and i were married because um he something would happen or i'd say something or it was off from what i normally would be and he made it a point to say um is your period coming up? <laughs> and oh, yeah. that's when I knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And oh, yeah. So, you know, they, they help you through that in their own way. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Slightly, slightly agitated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. If I saw a commercial and I'd get upset or I'd cry yeah. and then laugh, my husband's like, uh, are you going to start soon? And I'd look at my... <laughs> my little tracker and I'd get upset. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to start. Oh. Right. And then I'd laugh all over again. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Oh, that's oh. crazy. Well, and what's even crazier is that when you're not having periods or at least for me, I still get that like anger, like lashing out kind of uh-huh. situation, you know, every once in a while, mm-hmm. even when I'm not having periods. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. that's part of part of going through this perimenopause menopause transition is um, it just it's just everything's kind of exploding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Amp- amped up. Yeah, for sure. I um, I don't I guess I can share this, too. Like I was on I had been on thyroid medicine for the last year or so and the last couple of years and, you know, just differing um 
uh, pockets of people, if you will, and providers that, you know, don't, if you don't need it, you don't need to be on it, blah, 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 yada, yada. And so I was taking it to optimize my thyroid and, um, but I, I thought, you know what, I don't need, what do I need this for? You know, I don't want long-term effects of this and blah, blah, blah. Well, I have, you know, I don't know the long-term effects and nobody does really if you don't need it. So I stopped it in December and, Mm -hmm. and today is March 15th. And since December, I haven't had a period. Uh And, um, yeah, I, I had spotted once. So that tells me that, um, you know, I'm not, I'm not finished yet. Mm-hmm. And then when I went to see my provider, um, this week, they confirmed like, okay, your body's still making estrogen and progesterone and all this kind of stuff. So there's, you know, there is activity in your body. So that was good to know, you know, that mm-hmm. was helpful to find out, but to your point, uh, you know, April is that, you know, I did have this, um, like in about a month ago, I had so much PMS, like my breasts mm-hmm. were sore. My back had the worst pain ever. Mm-hmm. Um, my stomach and guts, I was like, this was the worst. If this was PMS, like that was PMS, right? I mean, it was the <laughs> worst and it lasted forever. And I was like, okay, sure. I'll have my period in a couple of weeks. Nope. It never happened. But I still, like you said, like even this month, I've, I noticed some lower mood, you know, even mm-hmm. though I'm not having a period, my body's still producing the hormones that would create, you know, that mood fluctuation if you were having a period. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, hearing you say that, just, a, you know, validates my experience too, you know, mm-hmm. of the, of the mood, even though you're not having a regular period, you can still have some of that mood lability, you know, in your cycle. Yeah. Yeah. And I have not had a period consistently for seven years. Oh. And so, um, yeah, it, I, that's had different. A, yeah, it's so crazy. Different than mine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And mm. I, which is, which is interesting because everybody's menopausal experience is different. So, mm-hmm. um, there, you know, there are consistencies in, you know, obviously you in your periods end, but how all that happens is not consistent. Um, but mm. yeah, it's, it's been interesting because I have had times when I've had absolutely no emotion other times when I've been crying at every story on the morning show yeah. before oh, wow. I finish, yeah, you know, before I finish my first cup of coffee and I'm like, the world, we need to, you know, we need more kindness. Um, <laughs> right. And we still do. Yeah, we still do. We do. Um, but also like, you know, spurts of outbursts of anger, road rage, uh, mm. you know, just like, things that happen out of the blue. And I'm like, who's the beast coming out? This is a menopausal beast. (laughs) Mm. Wow. Wow. Well, and last week on a, well, last podcast that we had, I was, I ended talking about my outburst, uh, on the way to Bible study. So shall I share? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Get a get a drink, listener. This one's get good. a drink. Yeah, have a seat. <laughs> but yeah, we're we're on the way to Bible study. I mean, in a place where you should be, you know, peace, love, kindness. Um, right. And we're driving along. We're just chatting, and um, I just got so angry at the traffic because the traffic here is insane right now because it's the mm-hmm. season and there's 
triple, quadruple the amount of people Mm. here. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was just like, you know, I'm just like angry and, oh my God, I can't believe that. You know, and it's just like, blah, blah, blah. And my husband's just sitting there looking at me like, what is happening? I love that look. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, um, yeah. So that's just the hormones talking. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Oh man. Because just as soon as it's here, it's gone. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it is a definite swing. It's like, boop, on, off. Yeah. yeah. And it's good to share that with him for him to be. And I've given Kevin this, like my husband, um, the go to, to be like, are you on your period? Okay. Now you're acting silly, you know? And I, and like, I think he wrote it down on a piece of paper. Maggie said at this date and time that I could tell her X, Y, Z, you know? Great. And so I can't be mad. I can only be mad at my Past right. itself. <laughs> For that. Did he sign it? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he probably will next time, but yeah. Um, sign gosh, on the dotted lines. Yeah, it's it's and you know, I remember um so I'm on now I take well butrin. I mean I we're like, oh my gosh, like so much transparency on this. <laughs> well, that's how I am, you know. I, I mean it's like whatever can help somebody else, right? But um but sure. before that, I mean it was feels really and I'm sure for other people it's way worse than, than this, but it's like it feels really maddening because you're not in control consciously of of what's happening behind the curtain of your of your hormones and life. And it's, and it's, and it's really sad and it feels really, it can feel really hard. It can feel really sad and, and disappointing in your own feelings of this expression of things, but it may be disappointing. Isn't even the right word because this is just the way our bodies are made. And like you said, April, like not everybody's experience is going to be the same, even Mm -hmm. when you're not having a period. And, and it's, um, so I am grateful for (laughs) Wellbutrin to help me kind of like, um, even some of that out because, you know, I just remember in those moments, um, before I changed some of my eating habits that, that sadness and that little bit of paranoia that kind of seeps in and it's not clinical (laughs) paranoia, but, Mm -hmm. um, and I know that people know what I'm talking about, but it's just, I just remember feeling really, it just felt really hard, you know, Mm -hmm. really, like, well, why me, you know, kind of thing. And then, like you said, in a blink of an eye, it, it would be over, you know, it yeah. was, it would be gone. It's like the curtains open and you're like, the sun is shining again. Uh-huh. Yeah. Normal life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, interesting. The two things that you mentioned. So one is, you know, obviously getting um, help through prescriptions and mm-hmm. medication. And then the other is uh, natural, like what you can do to Absolutely. help yourself through it. Yeah. Um, mom, did you try anything natural or medication that you found that worked for you? Well, I did not try any medication, but again, I was pretty ignorant. (laughs) Um, As far as natural, yes, I would say I changed things up a little bit, um, experimenting with some things. Um, I got a little more active. Mm-hmm. But again, I think you young ladies today, you research things more mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're more aware and you ask more questions. And that is really important. 
I'm I'm just surprised that you said didn't say that you were smoking pot. No, honey, <laughs> <laughs> no. I, mean, I barely knew what that was. <laughs> Believe it or not, I was I a know. 60s girl. But hey, I was like I said, a little ignorant. <laughs> not, uh, not ignorant, just not informed. Okay, not let's informed. say that. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um. Yeah. The. The things that I've found that really have helped a lot for me just just off the cuff is definitely the change in my lifestyle. So what I'm eating, how mm-hmm. I'm moving, um, that all definitely helps. Meditation that I've oh, been yeah. doing, mm-hmm. man, that has helped to calm me in moments. Um, just momentary breath work has mm-hmm. helped oh, yeah. uh, a lot. And then there's also been, um, I'll say this in stress management, as well as, as mood swing management, um, for a while I was taking CBD gel caps like crazy, mm-hmm. um, to just keep me calm and in a calm place of just rest and kind of like, okay, to, to manage my cortisol levels mm-hmm. cause they were out of control. Um, and yeah, so I, you just experiment with things to see what works and what doesn't work and finding something that really fits your body and mm-hmm. and your mind and and there's a lot to that. Yeah. I I mean I would definitely agree with the the stress management um piece of things for sure and of course like medication isn't for everybody and um um and uh, there's different reasons why I decided to go on it. But, um, so, but I do practice the mindfulness and it's, um, that really truly is, is, it helps a lot. It's just, I can't, I, and I do, um, teach that to some of my clients, um, or really all my clients, um, as to manage stress, depression, anxiety, and, um, I just, I mean, I really can't speak enough about it because it really has mm-hmm. changed me, changed my life, um, practicing Same. this regularly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is a, it is a game changer that I think maybe we should have an episode on because oh, yeah. um, I don't know mom that you even know what mindfulness practice is or have ever done a meditation practice. I mean, prayer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's um, I, I probably, uh, probably what I'm aware of is different um, than what you all are pointing out. But yes, I would say that I have done that in my world for, for many years. And it is that pulling away and um, being in prayer, uh, seeking God, um, calming myself, um, just being very quiet and um, clearing my mind and Mm-hmm. Uh, then praise came into uh, to some of it, and uh, mm-hmm. so I I saw uh, just many differences, um, and I, you know, that's another program in itself as well. Some of the oh, things yeah. I experienced through that meditating time, not right. really, you know, back then we didn't talk about meditation so much, mm-hmm. other than the the great guru or whatever, <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I was doing those kinds of things because, and it was almost like um, somehow it just kind of came to me. And maybe that was because I had those quiet times and I realized what a benefit it was. And then I wanted to do it more. And 
seek God really was a lot of it. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I, I mean, I do second that. I mean, I, I can't say any of this without God being like number one in, mm-hmm. in my journey too, you know, just, you know, him bringing people into my life, um, having quiet time, praying all the time, like, mm-hmm. you know, just screaming and crying at times with this, right. stuff, you know, with this and just other things that, you know, that, uh, go on. But, um, you know, I really feel like the path I'm on is because of, because of God for sure. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. So shall we get into some science-based facts around mood swings? Yes. Sounds good. <laughs> right. So what I found, um, the Endocrine Society says that the um, factors that affect mood change in women in midlife, um, it's due to fluctuating estrogen and progesterone levels, plus other factors that cause the serotonin production to be disrupted. And that leads to more mood swings. And then mood disorders are common during this time of our transition, Mm -hmm. just as common as lack of sleep, which also worsens our mood Mm -hmm. and anxiety and depression, symptoms that may contribute to those sleep disturbances as well. Um, And, uh, you know, all of this is pretty common during our menopausal transition, Mm -hmm. which I was like, whew, it's. It's there. It's not my fault. <laughs> right. It's real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also found Sanford Health said that even if you have never suffered from mental health issues, all the bodily changes that occur during midlife can result in an emotional highs and lows. So just naturally. And then they're actually unpredictable hormone fluctuations combined with stress and those side effects of menstruation can cause additional emotional distress. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it's interesting to note that these mood changes happen whenever we have hormonal changes. So think about it. First period, mm-hmm. your monthly period, uh, pregnancy, your perimenopause, um, anytime there's estrogen or uh, estrogen, anytime there's hormone changes, then we'll see some type of mood swings initiate Mm. Mm. or can see if you're looking. Yeah. Don't go looking. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to happen anyway. (laughs) Exactly. It's there for you. Um, and it's oh go ahead oh no go ahead well I was you just mentioned about stress too and you know I probably should know more about the science of stress than I'm going to spill out here but you know it's you know you you're experiencing an external stressor you know an external Mm -hmm. stimulator that's going to you know can impart um can do its thing and then you get Mm -hmm. to decide how you want to react to it or not react to it but too much of that uh, stressor and that's that stimulus causes then I you know those chemical changes for you too and then too much of it is just overwhelming for your body and your adrenal glands and then the cortisol changes and all that stuff see I don't know um the right um I mean I'm that's okay kind of in that zone there but it's like all of, like you were saying it's like amazing how much 
that that piece of it can control our, our hormone fluctuations too, and really affect our periods and affect our, the, you know, how we experience um, perimenopause or menopause. Yes. Yes. That's absolutely correct. Because again, cortisol is also a hormone. So all of those get disrupted at the same time. And, and stress has a great impact on, Mm -hmm. on all of those levels. So if you've got, you've got stress, which we're always going to have stressors, but if you have chronic stress, then, then you're going through perimenopause, Mm -hmm. you're like, or, or even just your monthly period, your stuff is going wacko because you've also got this added flip, you know, switch that's being flipped and everything's off. And my goodness, how do we, how do we get through without killing each other? (laughs) God, no. Yeah. Right? yeah. God, drugs, no. I mean, yeah. prescription, prescription <laughs> medications. Yeah. I mean, I, I yeah, I just, you know, information is power. And the, and the information, April, that you're presenting, you and your mom here are presenting to everybody is, is where it's at. You know, it's more knowledge yeah. is power, you know, um, to get to help wrap your mind around it. Yeah. It's very true. Um, I also found another study uh, that the National Institute of Health had about mood disorders in midlife women and and understanding the critical window and its clinical implications. Um, They set out um, with this study because they said the menopausal transition and that early postmenopausal years or perimenopause um, have been described as a window of vulnerability for the development of depressive symptoms or depression, either new or recurrent in some women. Wow. Yeah. And, and I feel like that vulnerability thing needs to be brought into this conversation because we, we are very vulnerable in these moments of transition and change and our, with our emotional state being in such flux and, you know, bouncing from Mm -hmm. anger to happy, to sad, to, like super depressed or anxious or, you know, like it's, Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a time where we need to take care of our, ourselves, Mm -hmm. protect ourselves. Right. Yeah. And with vulnerability, um, it just, it comes with that wanting to protect yourself. Um, I, I think some of the things Maggie that you shared with us early on, you you set yourself up to be very vulnerable with some of the things you've been sharing. Um, but I love that because that's how other people learn. And it's always when I have been vulnerable when I'm with a group of girls or speaking or whatever, um, after I have done that and I've been vulnerable and put it all out there, then I go, oh my gosh, <laughs> what have I said? What have I done? Why would I do that? I should have kept that to myself. But the reality is, if we can be more real, how perfect, how helpful that is to other women. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you, Sherry. That yeah, yeah absolutely. I often think that after I share things, I'm like, oh boy, uh-huh. yes. why did I share that? But I also have had, you know, uh, well, I've had people come up to me at times and say, I appreciate you sharing that or saying that because of X, Y, Z. And, you know, I did this because of, you know, that or whatever. So I, you know, it it can help people. And so I appreciate Mm -hmm. you saying that. Thank you. It's important. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's really a good point. Uh, you know, vulnerability. You're, that's a, that is that is like the perfect word because mm-hmm. we're just this roller coaster of, or the experience is a roller coaster mm-hmm. for some of us, and um, and that you just feel alone. You know, yes. really, you can really feel alone in those times. And you know, I mm-hmm. heard stories from friends and um, that have just there, you know, I was talking to somebody this week about this and she was saying, I would have to call out of work, you know, because it was so bad, mm-hmm. like either the the pain or emotional pain was just so bad. And I remember in high school, like girls having to be on certain medications or not being in school because their periods were so, so bad. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, but, um, but the emotional pieces, um, is heart is hard and heartbreaking and just it really exposes you, you know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does. It does. Even amongst your own female peers, right? Even amongst uh-huh. other people who go through the same thing, mm-hmm. you just never know how someone's going to react to your truth. Oh yeah. I mean, I would, I, I, and you know, I still do it sometimes, right? I, I have to, and I have, if I didn't have this app or I didn't track my periods and moods, then I would, I wouldn't know what I would be doing, but (laughs) I just look back, you know, I just look back on life and I'm like, I can pinpoint when I would be having, you know, PMS because I would call friends or I'd be worried that somebody didn't text me back or what did Mm -hmm. this text mean? Or why didn't this guy call? Or why did I get this email? And, you know, Mm -hmm. you personalize all Mm -hmm. that, um, that can be very, you feel very, it's like an, this, a personal attack. And then, you know, then you look at your tracker, you look at your, or you have your period in two weeks and you're like, Oh, oh no, <laughs> well, that's why I was a raging, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or that's why I called all these people to, to vent about this thing. And I couldn't figure out the fix myself. Like I couldn't <laughs> yeah. figure it out. Like I couldn't yeah. normalize it. Right. Yeah. You know, normalizing it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what this is about, right? Let's normalize these conversations so that we all can understand that it's not just us too. It's everybody's going through this. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all in a mat. So this is, have you ever worked in an office with all women? Yes. Oh, yes. Uteruses <laughs> unite is what I was like. God. I mean, talk about sinking your calendars. I oh. mean, that is. That's fine. Oh. I don't know how it happens. I don't know. There's, I'm sure there's some sort of physiological, some sort of, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Universal, oh, yeah. energetic, uh, you know, <laughs> something that's happening there. But when you're all on the same cycles, it's like, <laughs> it's like throwing someone into the lion's den right like they come mm-hmm. up, like someone comes in from another department and it's like Rawr, you know right we're all, like, <laughs> we're all at 11 and yeah like, <laughs> what is wrong with you well what's wrong with you right. <laughs> yeah are you talking to me are you talking yeah. to me <laughs> really oh my gosh yes it's it's crazy so if we if you've never worked in that situation and you don't know what we're talking about, well, bless your heart. Yeah. Um, yeah. But still teleworking. But, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're still at home. Um, but yeah, it's how, how is it on the other side? Wow. 
it's pretty awesome. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of other changes, though, that go along um, on this other side. Um, so many things change. Um, you, maybe you retire from your job and um, you find other interests and um, then there are the grandchildren and um, all these beautiful things in life. It is, it is very sweet. It isn't all perfect. Um, I thank God that I have good health today and um, I am able to take care of myself. Um, my husbands have passed and um, I, uh, I find a lot of joy in other people and I'm maybe a little too social. Um, boy, there have been days that um, I would sit back and tell myself, I have got to slow this down. Um, you know, I've had, I've had lunch, breakfast, lunch, and dinner out with different people for several days in a row. And that's when you kind of <laughs> roll it back and you go, what the heck am I doing? Um, you know, because you need those downtimes and those quiet times. But, you know, if it's a friend and they call and say, hey, you want to go to lunch? I'm going, yeah, what time? Where do you want to meet? <laughs> and um, but I'm thankful at this point because I feel good. And, you know, health is a big part of that. Um, and then you throw in the diet, the 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 new style of eating um, that that uh, healthy lifestyle. Um, and then you don't have the issue with the um, periods and going through the hot flashes and um, that all just kind of goes away and uh, you don't even think about it so much now, but um, it is good. And I know God had a plan. It, uh, it is a good place to be right now in my life. And, so, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say, so with mood swings, did that just kind of, once you hit menopause, did that just, did you just stop having mood swings? Did you notice? No, I would say I still have some. I don't know what to blame for those wonderful gifts, but <laughs> I, uh, I still have some mood swings, but sometimes it's, uh, you know, it's brought on by um, people around me or situations around me and um, I, th I think I handle it a little bit better maybe because I slow down and, and don't just jump out there and jump on it. I, I tell myself, what's going on? Why are you acting like this? Why are you feeling like this? I think that's part of the secret. If you can just kind of slow down and ask yourself those questions, mm -hmm. because there were other days when I would just go for the juggler. Mm -hmm. somebody, yeah. And that's not good. No. So stress more than obviously the, the fluctuations from menstrual changes mm -hmm. aren't happening. Mm -hmm. So probably more, um, or do you feel like it's more from stress? Probably from stress and uh, concern. Um, probably the things that, um, that affect me the most are my children and my grandchildren and people I love and what they're experiencing because that, um, that gets, it gets me going. It, it causes me to go, wait a minute, I got to take care of this. I've got to protect this child. Um, is that little boy doing okay? What's going on? And, 
Um, and then I find that it affects me. You know, I take it on. Yeah, you're very empathetic. Yeah, mm. that's sometimes that's I think hard. that's a problem. <laughs> that is hard. Yeah. It is hard. Yeah. Well, and you're in in fight and flight mode, right? So mm-hmm. you're you are being triggered and fight fight or flight or freeze mm-hmm. fight flight freeze mm-hmm. uh, all comes as a result of a stressor being mm-hmm. put on you about something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, your, your, uh, sympathetic nervous system is an overdrive, mm-hmm. which would mm-hmm. mean your cortisol levels are changing and fluctuating. So, which would mean that you may have a mood swing here or there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I do. Or be a little hot under the collar, as they say. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, would you like to talk about possible things and health tidbits that we can um, do to help our mood swings? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Maggie gave us some good, um, you know, eyewitness accounts of prescriptions that may help. And those are out there. And the first thing I would say is talk to your doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, that's always going to help you find a solution that you may not even know about mm-hmm. like a prescription or a, an, uh, an alternative way to look at something. So always talk to your doctor and talk to a therapist. Um, if you're feeling that you need to manage anxiety or if you have grief or, or deep depression, most definitely reach out to mm-hmm. your therapist because they can help you with mood swings and, and those changes and emotional changes you're having mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had mentioned friends, you know, having the right social group to bounce things off of, to support you. Um, you know, I think you both mentioned talking to other people, your spouses, uh, really, you know, helping, helping others to, or having others help you crack that code. Mm-hmm. Um, other things that we can do. I found these really interesting. I am all about forest bathing. I was going to say forest bathing. Yeah. I love that idea. I just think that's wonderful. Yeah. Get out in nature, whether it's in the forest or at the ocean or Maggie mountain bikes. Ah, yeah. Yeah. And I've been hiking lately too, which has been so magical. Just, Mm. I don't, I don't know. It's, painful, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, that's been really fun. And I love mountain biking. It's just, I feel like a kid and it's just so exciting and free and and, Mm -hmm. yeah, I've been doing it for a long time. Well, you're right on par because studies show that spending time outdoors, even for just a few minutes can lift your mood and improve your complete outlook on life. So have at it sister. Yeah. It's good stuff. (laughs) Um, and then it's, it's back to the basics. Uh, and I feel like we're a broken record every time we talk, but, um, healthy eating, eating foods with the proper nutrition to help you manage your stress and, or emotional responses that will definitely help you manage those, uh, mood swings and manage your hormone levels, right? Balance. They'll provide balance. Mm -hmm. Um, and then same thing we talked about last time, regular exercise, getting, getting some movement in your body. It doesn't have to be gym rat or hard work. It can be enjoyable like Maggie's mountain biking, my walking the dog, um, mom's, um, water aerobics, something that gets you moving and then avoiding 
caffeine and alcohol when you can and sugar. Um, and then one thing I found that was really interesting that I thought was a, an, an, a, something worth looking into and worth asking your doctor about is calcium supplements. You need to make sure you have enough calcium in your body as we age, because it's very important for not only our bone health, but our, our emotional state. So they found that in a study that, that calcium supplements help to ease the symptoms and emotional fluctuation from PMS and um, menopausal changes. A lot to learn, a lot to practice. Yeah, so many things. So many things that we can do mm -hmm. and um, do ourselves rather, you know, um, in conjunction with our physician's recommendations. Mm -hmm. All right. We are wrapping this episode up. Key takeaways. Number one, everybody who is going through hormonal changes is susceptible to mood swings. And... Our goal here is to be open and transparent and put it out there and obviously talk to your friends, talk to your family. Um, if you need help with severe depression, anxiety, grief, please consult a therapist or a physician or call 988, the suicide hotline, um, and, and have let someone listen. The other key takeaway is that just like everything else, this is yet another topic that moms didn't talk about. So let's start talking about it. And um, what you can do for your, to help your mood swings. Uh, we just went over a lovely list of it, but you also can um, look at prescription medication to help you manage that and hormone replacement therapy and, and other therapies that are out there for menopause. Mm -hmm. Any final words, mom? Um, no, um, I like the fact that we've, we've all put ourselves in those vulnerable positions and shared our heart and, uh, we're hopeful we can help someone else. Well, I know that it's tough to talk about these things and it's tough to be vulnerable, especially when it comes to your emotions, mm -hmm. but on the other side, it looks pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That is true. <laughs> All right, so up next, we are going to talk about sleep, midlife sleep crisis that is Wonderful. happening. Wonderful. Yeah, we're, uh, we're going to get down and dirty about um, sleep, and um, we will definitely have a special guest for that as well. So Good. thank you for listening, and thanks, Maggie, for joining and, um, yeah, we will see you all in two weeks. All right. Sounds very good. Sounds great to me, too. Ciao. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Things Mom Never Said, Secrets to Aging Well. We'll be back again in two weeks. So set your alarms, put us in your calendar, subscribe, follow, get ready because we will have another exciting episode just for you.